We're back. Rolling. We're back. Wrapping it up with some odds and ends. Oh, honorable my mentions. here that we haven't mentioned yet okay but um yeah start us off what do you got well first i'll say because i know we've both seen these we talk about the animated shorts real quick oh yeah that's a good idea yeah we just we both saw these this past week yeah um Um, yeah surprisingly none of them were devastatingly depressing this year honestly it rocks um my always my (laughs) reservation was seeing the list of like short films that are nominated is that they're the documentaries are always the most devastating ones mm-hmm. um but usually yeah it's like sadness there were just a couple sadness. that were just yeah. like pure comedy basically yeah um yeah that rocked or I, not pure comedy but like we're mostly yeah comedy and yeah and like I don't know. legitimately like gut busting hilarious yeah namely my year of dicks very good like Holy cow. I loved that thing. And it, it rounded everything off, too. Yeah. Was it, they had a warning. <laughs> Did they, they had the warning thing. Oh, yeah, they had the warning that yeah. was like, if you brought your children to this, because like, I guess it's yeah. an animated, it's the animated mm-hmm. shorts, they were like, you can this take them out now. This one will have adult content. Yeah. And like when that popped up, because like <laughs> the way, if you haven't seen like shorts, like the shorts presentation, like in a theater, it's like they have these like, Te- these stingers or whatever on the front and back, these like end frames and title cards are like, da-na-na. like here's the shorts like presented to you by the shorts committee or whatever. And then like in between each short, this thing pops up. It's like, da-na-na. like now presenting blah, blah, blah. So they go and they do this like warning where it's like, da-na-na. warning, like take your kids out, blah, 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 blah. This has mature themes or whatever. And Everybody in the theater is talking. They're like, oh, there's this murmur, you know, yeah. whatever. And then, like, it was, like, just pure comedy where that, like, very dramatic, very official warning just goes away. The music stops and up pops the title card for this movie called My Year of Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody just busts the gut laughing. It's and also like, pretty funny that yeah. that was, like, what the prefaces were because there was uh, an animated short previously that just showed a, a like a naked animation guy floating yeah, around and you saw his dick multiple <laughs> yeah. times but it's yeah. like this one my year of dicks did not actually contain any dicks no no it was just talking about yeah. sex yeah um mm-hmm. so i was like interested yeah i was expecting something much more dramatic outdoors yeah. and it's like my year of dicks i'm like nice <laughs> this is gonna be good uh, and it was great uh, um that was a standout for sure the first one as well was really funny the australian one uh like i think it's called an ostrich told me the world was fake and i think i believe him yeah yeah uh and it's like very meta like yes um, but the payoff at the end i think works really well Mm -hmm. that one was cute and i also really loved the um the ice merchants one that was great i just thought that one was like very beautiful and efficient it's basically a silent movie yeah um of this like a dad and a a kid that live on a house like tied to a mountain mm-hmm. and they collect ice and then skydive yeah. down yeah. and deliver it and the then, setup is so outlandish yeah, it's like it's oh wild. they gotta do this every day but, but that's why end, it's animated yeah that's it's why it's cool. so fun and it's like yeah. okay there's like you can feel the nature of like as the ice is melting mm-hmm. you feel like you know okay this is a commentary a bit on uh climate change mm-hmm. and global warming and like but it wasn't heavy handed it was mm-hmm. just like a beautifully animated short story essentially yeah um 
The one, okay. I really hated the um, Apple TV one that was like the boy, the mole. I let's it, talk about that. It, yeah, I, yep. Amy can attest. I was so mad watching it. It felt first of all, it, it's like uh, my year of dicks. I think was about twenty minutes long. The other ones were if like that, fifteen yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. This one was thirty-five minutes long. It was thirty-five yeah. minutes. I like looked it up afterwards oh. to be like, what are the rules on like short films? Yeah, and I guess it's forty minutes or less. Which I'm like, that's not a short film. That's Yeesh. like a dramatic episode of like. Yeah. it should be like twenty minutes or less. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, it. Um, you know, this little boy is like lost in the woods. You never really find out how he got that. You don't find out anything about him. Yeah. Uh, he meets like a talking mole. Then they meet a fox, then a horse. The whole mm. point of it is like, you know, found family or like, let's yeah. be kind to one another. Like mm-hmm. life has some beauty in it. Even when it's hard or like, you're good enough to be loved. Fine. Like my issue is not with the themes. My issue is that like, it felt like a- Apple TV, you know, this is by far the short that had the biggest budget by far. It looked great. It looked great. No complaints, but it, yeah, it felt like it felt very cynical to me in the way that it felt like there was a meeting before where Mm -hmm. they were like, we want to win an Oscar for this. How Mm. can we make a short that like people like kids and families will like react to totally. And every single line, everything that happened next did not feel like a cohesive story. It just felt like what will be like the most meaningful thing to say here. Yeah. And in that sense, it didn't mean anything to me. And I, I was actively sitting there being like, I hate this. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there was one point where like the kid says like something like, you know, all about me now. And I'm like, we literally don't know anything about you. All we know is that you're lost. The mole. The only thing we know about the mole is that he fucking wants to eat cake. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it like, it made me like viscerally angry. And yeah. yeah. And I was just like, and it, it was so long. Yeah. It was very long. Um, but it just felt like, yeah, it looked nice, but it felt so cynical and like, Let's just say the thing to win an award. Let's not actually make something. Yes. It felt very like a corporate hand of like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And to that All we care about is winning an award, like not making something actually like. If it would have looked rougher around the edges too, it might have not, might not have felt such like a corporate cash grab. Yeah. Because we all, you can tell on screen it had a lot of money behind it. Oh yeah. As like from an animation standpoint. In a style standpoint, I was like, this rules. Yeah, it looked cool. But the whole thing, even the lack of setup didn't bother me. It's just like they plop you. It's like a, it's, it's based off a children's book, I guess. Okay. And like, that's, it has a very storybook feel to it. It's like, here's a kid. He meets some friends. Done. But like, so that didn't bother me. What bothered me is exactly what bothered you, where it's just a string of like encouragement sayings it's a string of cat posters basically like hang in there you know like just the most after school special thing i've ever seen in my life and the couple next to me were they were just like during the last half of that movie they were just saying the exact same thing so like oh my god it's like they just decided like let's say this really encouraging thing or like let's choose this quote we saw on an yeah. Instagram feed or something like that. And I cannot agree more. Like, and, um, it's exactly, yeah. it, it's sickening. It's like, it was funny. Cause so I, syrupy. I was so mad about it 
and Amy, Amy was just like, you're, this is unreasonable. Like your reaction is unreasonable. <laughs> it wasn't like, she was like, it was my least favorite one too. But like, mm-hmm. think about it. She, and she, in this, I think she's right. She was like, um, it's probably like that one was, the other ones are more like made for adults. Like she was like this. Yeah. Just think about it like as a kid's and like you saying it's probably based on a kid's book. I'm like, yeah, it does make sense because it has the yeah. feeling of like, but it's it feels like it's made for like three or four year olds, not like yeah. Where but it just in movie form, in book form, as like a children's book. It'd be great. I feel like yeah, you'd flip the page, you'd see like a beautiful learn image, a lesson, and you learn the lesson. Yep. The deliveries in the movie, it just felt like, yeah. It felt after school special. It felt like what's the, what's the perfect thing to say here to like, Mm -hmm. to the point where I was just like, uh, like eye rolling. Oh, the lines. I think like there's a line where like, I think the mole says something like, um, basically the whole point, like the mole is basically like afraid to say, I love you. Cause it's like, you're being vulnerable. So he's like, I'm just going to say we're glad. I'm glad we're all here. Yeah. And I'm like, on a storybook page, like, that would be beautiful. And, like, that's a very nice thing for, like, a young kid to go yeah. back to. But because, like, <laughs> I don't know. It just felt so cynical coming from a big budget, like, movie. And they're like, and it's it was the only animated one that had famous people doing the voices. Like, oh, yeah. It just felt like, okay, they're just like, they're, they this is a cash a grab. They want to yeah. win an award. Yep. Um. Which is unfortunate because it did feel like it felt like less original. Like I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a children's book. Like every children's book basically does this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was annoying. Um, but the other ones, I was like, the sailor one, I was like, you know, it was yeah, cool, that. but I was like, it's fine. Interesting that um, it was based off a true story. Yeah, at, that was the That's most the interesting story part. I want to know. Where yeah, they were like a man. Yeah, like a sailor, and I think there was like an explosion in Halifax in Canada, and a sailor was exploded over two kilometers away from where the explosion happened and didn't die. Yeah, he lived to tell about it. And I'm like, it. oh, yeah. just, <laughs> I just want to, like, yeah. let's well, do that. Yeah, yeah. What? This is, then it was like that a one surrealist just, kind of, like, yeah, painting like, and, like, you know, flash cool. before, like, his life flashed before his eyes yeah. or something like that. And I was like, eh, because that one, yeah, up until that point, it, it was very short, but it kind of dragged for me. Yeah, I was, was like, the shortest one. Oh, here goes this, like, art house nonsense right. that usually wins or whatever, but... I hope eh, my notes. Um, I hope that uh, I doubt it will, but my year of dicks. Yeah. Wins. I don't know. Like, it might win. It, it was brilliant. Like, um, I know it's like based on a memoir. Yeah. So it has like some traction to it. Um, it was great. Uh, yeah. The, the like, uh, the horror part one where it's like they preface so it's like yeah it's a it's about a girl she recorded herself like on her camcorder at home when she Mm -hmm. was 15 like and she was trying to lose her virginity that year yeah so it's like five separate short stories within this short film that are about like each of the guys she tried to sleep with where it didn't work Mm -hmm. and the funniest one to me was like the um they go to like a grunge party basically where people are like doing drugs and shit and her friend like has to leave because her mom shows up so she's stuck there by the end and like she meets this guy who's like says he's straight edge and stuff and the whole time because they prefaced it with like the horror episode I was like he's gonna like it's gonna get like rapey or like uncomfortable here we're like but in the end it's just like she was just um, 
he seemed like sweet enough, like nothing happened. Yep. She told, she told him he was a virgin and he was like, Oh, I'm not good enough to like lose your virginity too, which is like yeah. a weird thing to say, like yeah. to put it on a pedestal. But like then in the car ride home, like I won't spoil what happened. Cause I think like, I yeah. think the shorts are relatively easy to find like online somewhere. So, yeah. Um, the payoff of that one was so funny. Yeah. Everybody um, like yeah. I could barely hear what yeah. went on in the car after the reveal happened because same just the whole laughing. theater was yeah in it was stitches. really good oh man um, that's great yeah i i think like the australian one's probably too small it'd be really cool if that one won and ice merchants i think was the one that visually grabbed me the most but like as mm-hmm. a story like my year of dicks is so funny and yeah. so good absolutely and, like, unique and felt felt like human and like personalized yeah. in a way that like that's what i want from a short story of like yeah, i don't want this oh. stuffy surrealist yeah now thing. i like i just yeah. am interested in this person's like story that and life that they're telling like in a way that isn't like something devastating happened to them so like i Mm -hmm. feel like empathy towards them it was just like this is fun and interesting and told in a cool way yeah it it does feel like the kind of short that will be expanded into like a narrative film at some point oh yeah which i'd be like it could be funny that could be pretty funny yeah it It could work it was so snappy it was so like it was just a well-made short where i think where the other ones kind of fell short would be like the uh, Australian one, I think it kind of felt kind of student film ish. A um, little bit, yeah. Just like the the conceit of it is cool, like, but again, like the execution wise, it just kind of felt a little, I don't know, heavy handed. Yeah. No. Oh, there's, there's hands in it. Never mind. That's a dumb <laughs> joke. It's really dumb. But um, uh, look, I'm three cocktails deep. No, um, I was going to say, okay. That's awesome. I, I'm glad we both saw those. I'm and glad you brought that up because yeah, I, I really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad like we had this yeah. same thing about the Apple TV one. But, oh, man. Because um, oh, I was going to say, so I yeah. saw the live action shorts the next night. Oh, okay, cool. And I, I haven't you seen, did, those you seen those no, yeah, uh, what are There's you? one, again, it was and just heavily, heavily title carded. Disney, 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 Disney yeah. did this. Like, you know, it's produced by like, Alfon- I can't pronounce his, his name, but uh, Alfonso Caron. Yeah. Um, who's great. Children of men fucking rules. Dude, gravity made me cry. Hey. Like, let's go. <laughs> but um, he just produced it. But it, it, it was by far and away the longest short okay. on there. And it, dra- it felt like it. And I just, I wasn't interested. You shouldn't, and, when you're watching a yeah. series, because they present them five in a row. Yeah. It's a problem if you watch one and you're like, this one is by far the longest. Yeah. Yep. And especially like, you know, 35 minutes to me, not a short film. No. Um, if it's longer than like a sitcom episode, mm-hmm. you've not crossed a, yeah. the point and it just like, it did just feel like this is only here because it has the money behind it. Yeah. Which that one, you know, it looked all right. But again, I just don't think it was crafted yeah. that well to be in the running with some of the other ones that were that were there. There's an Irish one that is... I think it's the last one and it is great. It is. Okay, really cool. Good. Yeah. I'm excited to see those. Uh, this doesn't really fall into this category, but I was just going to say, I looked at a original and adapted screenplays oh, and yeah. I was just going to say, uh, glass onion is on there as well as all quiet on the Western front. And I think I really liked glass onion. I don't think it's awesome. Oh, I did too. Yeah. It I was think it's very entertaining. Cool to be ad- like nominated. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like a very Oscar-y type of movie, no. which is why I think one of the reasons I think All Quiet is my front runner for adapted screenplay because it's so like everything about that movie is like purposeful 
along with the script. Like the script is very snappy and it's loaded. Like yep. every, it seems like a lot of the lines are just like, they're always telling, they're always moving the story forward or the narrative of what the, like what the film is about. Everything, every line of dialogue in that movie is like very purpose- purposeful. And I think that's why it's great. Um, and then for original screenplay, uh, everything everywhere was unique. It'd be cool to see it win. Um, but then there's Tar and Banshees and Triangle of Sadness, I think, had a lot going on that was great. So that one's a tough one for me. Yeah. I think probably Banshees. That's for me, too, as well. Like, I yeah. love Tar. Um, yeah. And I think, like, yeah, there are moments where the dialogue, like, propels it. But I think Banshees, I think McDonough is such a good writer. Yeah. Um, and there are so many parts in Banshees where it's just, like, the converse, like he does such a good job of writing what seem like meaningless conversations, but they have such like you can mm-hmm. dig, you think about it afterwards and you're like, Oh, there was so much there. Yeah. And, but they don't feel preachy. They feel like natural when they're happening. Mm-hmm. And maybe part of that is like, we are, we are Americans. Like we're not Irish. Like part of it is like, maybe we're entranced by the accent a little bit. If like somebody said that yeah. in our yeah. dialects, we'd be like, okay, like we get it. Yeah. But I think he is, he like does such a good job, like of writing stuff that is, um, yeah, has a ton of different ways to think about it and mm-hmm. like meaning behind it without it sounding like he's preaching to you about some grand thing. Like it just, yes. it's just witty. It's clever. Like it's yeah. funny. It's dark in a way that feels like it's, Dark, he hits on man. the existential stuff without making me feel like depressed about it afterwards. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that isn't like I never like That's you an know, interesting way to think about it. Friendship, yeah. like to think about friendship and like the juxtaposition of like war and living in these small towns in that movie. I'm like, yeah, there is like a lot going on there, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It's more just like fun to think about and and listen yeah. to. And yeah, he is great. That to, would be my pick there as well. To that point, and I keep saying I love this movie, but. Does it have a, what's the, is there a bigger metaphor for this movie? Is it something to do with like the Irish war? Okay. So he says no, but there are like, they, they bring up the, like the troubles, like the Irish civil war happening in the background. There are a few things happening. So like, I find it hard to believe that like none of that two friends just like deciding to hate each other. And like the way that they're like dispute escalates in the movie, you're like, this is a bit of that there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's more of like, there's a lot of stuff with the Brendan Gleeson character about, um, about not pursuing your art mm-hmm. and like what, what your legacy of what you leave behind. And if yeah. he spends too much time with like his friend who is just like happy go lucky that mm-hmm. like he is not making the most of his life. Yeah. And I think that's, that's more of like the metaphor behind there of like, and he weaves that in where it's like, Oh, I know what you're saying, but it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like someone's hitting you. like, no, like to your point with like the triangle of sadness stuff where it's like, okay, that back and forth, you're like, now we get it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, um, there is the subtlety to like McDonough's writing where it's mm-hmm. like, you're not lost in what he's saying, mm-hmm. but you're not, um, you feel like you can still take it and run with it with your own philosophy or way yeah. of thinking. And, and first and yeah. foremost, it's on the surface level, just an entertaining oh, yeah. story, a well-written, entertaining story in its own right about something that could mean something else. But even the fact that it doesn't 
doesn't even matter. Yeah. Love you that. Know? Yeah. Yes. That is such a good point. It's of like, like entertainment first. Yeah. If you don't want to think second. about it afterwards, yeah. you don't have to think deeper into it. You're like, I've yeah. had a great time. That was funny. Yeah. It made me think. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you don't have to analyze it like we do. Yeah. All the time. Well, yeah. it's we yeah. must. Exactly. <laughs> we for, simply for the fans. Have you seen a blast from the past with no. uh, Brendan Fraser? No. Oh, man. I know. One of my favorites. Um, I think it was just one of those movies that I saw like when I was a kid. I think it was like 98 or something like that. And it was just it's great. But there's a point in there like he's a guy who's like born in a bunker and raised until he was 35. And <laughs> then he escapes. Into, OK. So like he doesn't know anything about the world. But his dad is like a genius played by Christopher Walken, who is actually a genius. Yeah, <laughs> but like, that's true. Um, but his dad is like, you know, teaches him everything he can about the world while they're in the bunker. And then he gets out of the bunker and then he's experiencing all these things for the first time. And one of the things that they keep going back to in like these montages of him learning about stuff is like his dad's trying to teach him what baseball is. And he's like, yeah. So here you have the, the, the batter then runs to first base. He's like, why? He's like, because he must. And he just doesn't get it. Like, he just cannot make a crack. And then, like, there's a scene when Brendan Fraser is, like, actually in the real world. And he's watching a baseball game. And is, like, obnoxiously, like, applauding at this, like, Little League game. He's like, oh, I get it. Because he, he must. must. <laughs> like, you know, like, you finally Damn. understand it. Yeah. He's like, you have to see it. To like, he literally <laughs> says all these things. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, we don't have to critique movies. Yeah, we do. We must. We must. <laughs> we must. We must. <laughs> yeah, because Other, we must. We will literally, if we do not do this once a year and get all of our thoughts out in, like, yeah. three to four hour block, like, we will explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these true. thoughts are burning a whole, burning ulcers in our stomachs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I can't sleep most nights. No. So. <laughs> but, I'm uh, staying awake thinking about tar. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that uh, that was it for all that. I mean, we can actually get to the uh, the personal picks. I think um, yeah, there. So we talked about Jackass Forever, mm-hmm. euphoric time at the theater. Amazing. Um, we talked about Nope. Yep. Great. Love it. Prey. Uh, just expounding on how much I love that movie, mm-hmm. and it's the best Predator sequel hands down. They didn't I have absolutely to absolutely agree. It's, it's it's no contest. Like, I yeah because it was a predator sequel. I guess technically like a prequel, right? I think it takes place before. Yeah, because yeah. the, the original was in the eighties. Yeah, so yeah. But like, I did not have high expectations because I was like, okay, yeah. I've seen the predator sequel. Like most of the predator sequels, they're like, all they're not nah, as good as the first man. One. This yeah. one was so good. Yeah, um, yeah. It looks like to me, it's like they had fun with it. Like, yeah, they didn't try to make it this like, unlike the first one gritty reboot or like they didn't try to reinvent the wheel or something like that. They just made a good story in that same universe. And then they actually went, it almost seems like they went out of their way to have fun with it to where it's like, yeah, there's gory, gory deaths in this movie. And like fun ones yeah unique like that's unique yeah. yeah if you're gonna make a predator movie i think that's yeah. very important yeah but they like they also like did a great job of setting it in like a new time with mm-hmm. new characters like dealing with this but yeah mm-hmm. you if you're watching an action movie like that the deaths mm-hmm. need to be good they need to be yeah. good and like there's there's points like kind of like in uh like john wick movies when like he's like gunning people down and like he'll like 
shoot them as they're sliding down the pillar like they're already dead but he just keeps staring Mm -hmm. them down and shooting them there's stuff like that in this predator movie where it's like he like cuts somebody in half by like pinning them to a tree with like a saw blade (laughs) and then he just like stares at him for a second and then like releases this like blade or something and like saws the whole thing in half and it's just like gory and messy and it's just like that's why i'm here yeah <laughs> like that's this is what these movies are all no, about it's not up pick. its own ass you know no. it's just like yeah it was great mm-hmm. um oh we talked about athena athena yeah. crazy wonders um the menu eat the rich of course mm-hmm. um the menu is great oh okay so before i uh, go any further white noise let's talk more about white noise yeah. dude i loved it loved almost everything about it me too like i, I don't know i can understand the final act is it's out there it's weird mm-hmm. um so it's based on a don DeLillo novel i've read like two of his other books i have not read white noise i did not like them mm-hmm. but this movie like they're all similar in tone where it's just like something feels slightly like it feels like um a heightened version of our world where like yeah. something's just like slightly off people don't really talk like that yep. or like after that yep. but like and it and then it, it's like kind of plotless or like it kind of moves from one thing mm-hmm. to another but like you're seeing people like react in different situations yeah and in very different ways too. yes yeah and so like it feels like a couple people afterwards were like is Greta Gerwig like a bad actor? And I was like, no, that is the point. Like that is the writing of like, this is his thing. Like, I don't know. You've seen like house of games or like a, other David Mamet movies where mm-hmm. like the people talk in a way that is yeah. stilted. And it's like, it seems like it's bad acting, but it's like, that's just how they're directed to mm-hmm. talk. Like mm-hmm. that's how I felt with white noise. I also, it felt like the, when I saw it, it made the other Don DeLillo books that I read it put them in a different context for me where mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this visu- visualization of what he's trying to do mm-hmm. made more sense to me in white noise than when I was reading. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe I just like need that visual no, learning. I've heard or, like, the same and I was, like, thing oh. from somebody else. I was like, I think now it gave me a better appreciation for his work, which I think yeah. like means the movie is doing a great job. Yeah. I think, it's the most interesting visual thing that Noah Baumbach has ever done. By a long shot. Yeah. Like the first half of it felt like um like an old school Spielberg movie. Exactly. Yeah. And it was They're amazing. like on the road. Yeah. And like there's this gorgeous shot when he's at the gas station. Oh the yeah. Moon. The clouds like move and like Man. Yeah. And uh and the then it just like goes off the around. rails more and I w- got more and more on board with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I, it is also a movie where like the more I think about it, I'm, I'm like, you yeah, know, I was, I, I, I was right this time. I was like, this movie <laughs> actually is really good. It is really good. It's really entertaining. Um, like it's like you were saying about the speech. I like, uh, nobody talks like that. It's all fast. Everybody's talking at once. I'm like, yeah, it reminds me of an old school, chaotic, like eighties Spielberg type movie, like where, you know, the kids are all talking about, they all have their own characters. Like they have their own little quirks and stuff. Nobody's really paying attention to each other. No. You know, like, but no, that's kind know, of like the whole, bo- everybody's yeah. like there trying to like pretending that like they're in it together. But yeah, nobody is like truly connected to one another mm-hmm. in a way that like, I don't know if it's, 
I think like when I when people when I get stressed at like work, like in life in general, mm-hmm. or like you're preoccupied with something, mm-hmm. that's how it feels. It's like yeah, you're trying to do I'm your in own my thing. Own head. Yeah. Every single character in this movie is in their own head, mm-hmm. um, and it like it makes sense because like it kind of starts with this like weird airborne event mm-hmm. where like no one really like knows what's going on. Yeah, and then like no one can really get on the same page after that. Yeah. Um, you got this dad just trying to like keep his kids safe yeah, and he's trying to explain it away and Adam driver is fantastic. And Oh yeah. It's, I don't know. And I think like, yeah, that scene that we mentioned earlier where like him and Don Cheadle are, are in the same lecture hall. Yeah. Talking about these two things like is so has such a great energy to it. Uh Like I was, on, I, it felt like that was like something where I'm like, this is not an action set piece, but I'm like on the edge of my seat as if it is. Yeah. Um, I think like ultimately, yeah, the ending is like weird. The whole last third when they go to like the motel to find yeah. this guy. Yeah. But that guy's a German actor who's named like Lars Eidinger. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff. He was like recently in the Irma Vep TV show and he's so good in that too. I really like him. I yeah. think he's like a very... He's always like a weird, captivating presence on oh, screen. Oh, cool. So I was like, maybe, I mean, you know, that made me more into it too. Mm. But it was a similar thing where like, uh, yeah, the other three people I saw with were all like, that sucked. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, actually, no, like, no, no, I no, feel no. riveted. Yeah. I think it's like, I don't mind something that isn't always connected uh, or like doesn't feel fully like doesn't tie up every single loose end yeah. or like, you know, moves tone or like move place to mm-hmm. place. Sometimes that really works for me. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know. It I, was, I really liked white noise it was, a lot. It, it almost fun. made my top 10. Yeah. It was and, very close. Um, me and my buddy Ross were talking about it and he was like, I know that's one of my favorite movies of the year because I can't wait to watch it again. Like that's the gold standard, right? Yeah. Is like yes, I wanna, I'm excited I to I'm be excited like I will to watch, watch White again. Noise again. Yeah. Um. So that was on there, and then we got okay. So I'm glad we talked about that. Did you see Pale Blue Eye? Yeah. What'd you think? Didn't like it. Didn't like it. I really liked a lot of it, but it kind of fell apart for me pretty quickly. Okay. Um. What fell apart for you? I think like. The payoff to a mystery like kind of has to make sense, and I don't like when you kind of like hand wave it of like this this element. We're just going to introduce a new element to you that hasn't sure. really been there. Um, sure. But yeah, no. What do you think? I really liked it, and I don't know why not more people are talking about it. But I get the the arguments for the payoff and yeah. things like that. But I enjoyed the ride, and I enjoyed. I love that kind of mystery, and I I also love Christian Bale. I think um, he's, he's so good. I I, I would yeah. not say it's bad. I just think yeah. like I wish the ending was something sure. different. But like that's not always even a fair criticism to be like yeah. this movie that you can't be like I wish the movie was something else. That's yeah. like you're not. I'm not judging it necessarily. But like True. yeah, I don't know. I thought it had a humanity and like a humor to it that I wasn't expecting. I thought I was expecting like this really. I had no idea what it was before I saw it. Um, but I was expecting some really like dry, drab, miserable tale. Mm-hmm. The setting is very much that, but the characters are not. That's true. There and is I a really lot of life that. to it. Uh, the there. guy, what, Henry, what's his name? Is it Henry? Uh, Melling. Henry, Henry Melling was yeah. awesome as Edgar Allan Poe as yeah. like 
a de facto detective. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I did like that. But it's like, fun. I like those elements. Yeah. I really did like enjoy most of it. And then I was just like, okay, it didn't tie together in the end, but I wouldn't say like yeah. not worth watching or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that was, that was a standout for me. I really, cool. I really did dig that one. Nice. Um, see how they run. Did you see that one with Sam yeah, Rockwell? It's fun. It's fun. It's a know. good ride. I don't know. I think like I do, it's similar to like glass onion and the knives out where yep. it's like, if you want to keep making these like murder mysteries that don't, necessarily have to like feel weighty or like dramatic it's like let's just put it like a a cool mystery that like ends in a satisfying way and has entertaining characters along the way i will watch that all the time yep it's just it's a good what do you always say it's an easy hang yeah it's just a good time yep loved it agreed um cha-cha real smooth oh yeah similar to like good hang good hang. man that guy what's uh cooper rafe cooper rafe damn yeah he's just that was also in my honorable mentions he um he can write him he can direct him he can act him he is somebody that like um i find endlessly like watchable Mm -hmm. uh like tim robinson is that for me or like um (laughs) why am i uh jim cummings who did like yeah uh yeah, like Thunder Road. Yeah. And the beta test most recently and like Wolf of Snow Hollow. I love these are people everything that like he does. Yeah. write their own thing. They have a d- distinct style. Like it can be off putting sometimes, but like that's often the point of it. Mm-hmm. When those I find them and like they're on screen, I'm interested. Yeah. And like Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, some of the plot stuff might not make sense. You'd be like, mm-hmm. Wait a minute. He's like Dakota Johnson's interested in him. Yeah. What? But like, you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, like he Sorry, is. Dakota they're Johnson. They're so charismatic yeah. and like yeah. funny and like they just kind of know how to be an on-screen presence in yeah. a way that like I, yeah, I'm pumped. I like Shit House was good too. I Shit like Cha Cha Real Smooth even more. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm dude. pumped to see what this guy does. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I think the last one. Oh, uh, one more. Or there's two more. Watcher. Did you yeah. see Watcher? Yeah. No, we watched it. Did we? No. Oh, we separately, yeah. but at Sundance last year. I oh, no. It at home. Oh, you guys had already seen it. I we saw that music it. box. It's really yeah. good. It's yeah. awesome. Like a cool, tight little like thriller, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it. I don't know if there's much more to it than that other than it's just really well done. Like a rear window feel. Yeah. Um, fish out of water you know like this yeah. couple moves to where are they romania i think romania yeah. and like the husband works and the woman's yeah they moved there for bored. like his job and she's yeah, just like she has anything to do yeah kind of like sterile apartment building yeah. looking out her window and seeing people potentially watching her potentially not yeah it, i really liked it as well yeah nice. super awesome yeah uh and then the last one i had on my um honorable mentions before we get to like horror and like odd ones and stuff um the northman okay cool did you yeah. see that one? Yeah, I am somebody that Uh-oh. has respected all of Robert Eggers' movies, but I haven't liked a single one of them. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Something about... Like, I always watch them, and I'm like... <sighs> I liked I liked looking at them, mm-hmm. but I just, like, have don't feel anything about it. Really? Yeah. So you know, was Robert Eggers... Oh, wait, no. The Lighthouse. Uh, the Lighthouse, sorry. And, I was uh, thinking of um, another guy who did The Green Knight. Um Oh, David similar. Lowry. David Lowry. Yeah. 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 No, Green Knight. No, I liked the fun. Green Knight. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, the Northman, it was like an action movie, but with just enough like kind of cerebral like mysticism or something like that in it. Um, 
an artsiness, but not enough to take away from like the action of it. Yeah. So I think that's why I really liked it. This was I think the closest to balance. me for me liking a Robert Eggers movie. Nice. Um, but yeah, still yeah. just, I don't know. Didn't hit the mark. It's something that like I will watch every time he has a new movie. I'm very interested in it. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait to see I'm what like, he's yeah, doing. I'm like yeah. waiting for me. I know at one point I think it will click and I'm He'll like, hit it. damn, that was good. He'll hit it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I definitely, cool. definitely dug that one. So yeah, then for me, I just have a couple, um, couple horror call outs. Yeah. Not as many as I thought okay. for as many horror movies as I watch. Um, <laughs> but I think a lot of the ones that I watched were just not made last year. Let's, so that's oh, probably I have it. one more. Oh yeah. 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 That I recently watched. Yeah. That's not a horror movie. And I just want to mention that, um, the story of Pinocchio is, f- is fucking weird. Yes, it is. I do not remember <laughs> the like Disney Pinocchio. Like, so I watched the Guillermo del Toro, yeah. Motel, which is awesome. It looks amazing. It does. I look really amazing. liked it. It's a incredible. Lot. Um, it is, it is weird. It is like surreal in a way that I was not expecting mm-hmm. and I really liked it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I like, <laughs> I was watching this being like, this is what Pinocchio is. Like, it's just, I mean, if you've never, if you do not remember what the original, all I knew about Pinocchio is that like, he is a puppet. And if he yeah. lies, his like, no, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> this version is like narrated by a bug who's played by Ewan McGregor. Um, it, yeah, it is wild and it's cool. all about like fascism. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, like the Spanish yeah. civil war is like a huge undercurrent of yeah. this entire version of Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, it's, but I thought it's really cool and I would be like, yeah, uh, I'm not like a huge, I don't see a lot of like animated movies, but, mm. um, I thought Pinocchio was like weird and entertaining and the songs were pretty good and it, songs are it decent, looked yeah. amazing. It was fucking incredible. The stop motion. And then like Netflix has the a companion level. with it of like oh, a 30 nice. minute doc of like how they made it, which yeah. I watched some of them, which is like, it's cool. They did that for all quiet too, which I didn't watch. I did that. watch that one. Yeah. It's but all right. It's I like short, that. But, yeah. I think that's a cool thing that Netflix is doing where it's like, we're going to make this movie and like, let's just have the like, bonus features. Yeah. If you want to learn yeah. a bit more about how they do this stuff. Um, but yeah, Pinocchio is weird as a story, but really good. Yeah. Uh, I would say watch. Yeah. It was, I, I remember walking out of it being like, I think I was bored through some of that. I think it would have, because I, I think some of it felt really disparate when they um when they got more into the fascism stuff yeah. and like the war bits and stuff i think it would have worked really really well as like three different movies oh okay i can see that um like three different shorts basically that's um, that's actually a good point i kind of don't mind it when it's like broken up that way yeah um because i'm like oh, they're still like pretty connected but like mm-hmm. that definitely makes sense there are definitely like stopping points where mm-hmm. like okay he's fitting in a new idea here yeah. Just in Pinocchio, but, um, yeah, yeah, no, the Pinocchio extended universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I enjoyed most of it. I think it was, it dragged a bit for me just because I, I got kind of lost in some of the, some of the bits during like when he goes to war and stuff yeah, like that. But a lot of it was fantastic. I love the ending. I yeah. thought it was, it was cool. It was like, it tugged at the heartstrings. It, was, it, was it good. does. Yeah. It was effective. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yes. Horror shouts. Okay. So horror shouts. Pinocchio. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like if you are, if you are showing a child Pinocchio thinking this will be like a Disney version, it would be, it will be a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, no, so my first on my list is Barbarian. Um, nice. It's, I think, uh, as we were talking about earlier, I don't know if I said this or not, but it's a horror movie I think I could recommend to pretty much everybody because it is scary, but there is moments of release. Yes, it's not. Yeah. I am not a horror watcher and I was yeah. not, I did not like it. I did not like not love it because mm-hmm. it was like too scary or anything. Yeah. I think it's like a very effective story. It It is, um, yeah, I, I yeah. would agree with that assessment. But not without its caveats. Like, I think the first two thirds are much better than the final third. Um, and the reason I think I could still recommend it to everybody is because it's got a little bit of everything. And like, you know, Justin Long comes in. It's got a lot of comedy. It's got a lot of just interpersonal drama. Like the first part is like all about like two people who book the ser- same Airbnb. Ama- great d- premise. Great Amazing premise. Amazing starting premise. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it hits all those notes like really well. Um, the final third, it gets really outlandish and like goofy. But it's like if you're not in it, before then like you just you'd probably just don't like it and then like like any horror movie i think the hardest selling point is always going to be the final third because they fall apart so many times and this one kind of fell apart too in a couple key areas just like suspension of disbelief that kind of thing but i don't think it's enough to like if somebody doesn't watch horror movies a lot they'll still be thinking like what the fuck regardless but i still think it'd be a pretty good time and it's something to talk and like if anything the first half to two thirds. So phenomenal. Good. Like yeah. love it. So that's a great, nice. I think it's a great reco for anybody for mm. horror. I would second that too. Yeah. Um, it is like very entertaining. Even if like you don't, you're not fully on board with the last third of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really did love the first like two thirds. And then mm-hmm. at the end I was like, okay, like it is a horror movie. It has yeah. to like, yeah, tie it in and have some of these elements in here. Exactly, um, but nice. That's a good one. And it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's like ninety minutes. That's true. Yeah, you, know, you definitely are not feeling. You're not going like, to get bored at oh, any no, point. No, yeah, definitely not. Um, so that's a good one. There's a uh, oh, I'll just go Violent Night. Oh yeah, I like Violent time. Night. It was a great time. Great time. Good the kills in that one. Good like we kills. Were saying, in an action it's movie fun. that's going to be about people getting yes. killed, gotta have good. Kills. Yes, it's. <laughs> I love the fact like. It's all about, like, Santa Claus, like, getting in this situation where he's got to, like, rescue, like, this, like, little girl from these uh, what uh, bounty hunters or yeah, whatever you call it. Kidnappers. Kidnappers, that kind of thing. And you just get these flashes of, like, this extensive lore to who Santa Claus is. <laughs> they don't ever fully explain <laughs> it. But they just, it's like literally like two or three flashes. It's so good. It's so good. I think it's so funny too that they're like, this is just, this is who Santa Claus is mm -hmm. in a way that you're like, yeah, okay. I've never really seen Santa Claus portrait. Yeah. And you're like, now I'm on board. Like this makes way more sense. Like, cause if you go into the, like, if you see the trailer, you're like, why is Santa killing a bunch of people? Like, why is he good at it? They, that's what these little flashes explain. And so you're like, okay, great. Yeah, agreed. It's <laughs> and it's a movie that immediately like the other characters are so heightened too, like the yeah. John Leguizamo character, like the mom. Oh yeah, it's very clear that it's like we are not taking ourselves too seriously here. No. Like we're here to make a, you laugh in like an entertaining yeah. action movie. And I'm like, it it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, that was a great one. Yeah. Um, and then there was a little movie I forget where I even watched it on. Was it Netflix? I can't remember. It's called Hatching. Have you seen that? 
it's reminiscent to like Jennifer's body in tone. Like it's about not a teenager, but like a little girl who's like family is kind of like picture perfect, like all these kinds of things. And she like finds this like egg out in her yard. It's very surreal, but like it's grounded enough to where it's like you buy into the premise. It's not like artsy and like out there, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's very much like a creature feature. And she hatches this thing that like gradually starts to like overtake her life, like after becoming her friend, but it's this like hideous beast and stuff. (laughs) And all the, like, I'm trying not to give too much away, but it's like, it is a creature feature and all the creature stuff is real prosthetics and puppets. Nice. And it looks great. It looks really good. And it's really fun. And like, they, they don't like beat around the bush in this one. Like, it's like, not like, Oh, I'm trying to hide my weird creature friend and wackiness ensues. It's like real shit goes down, you know? And I was very surprised by it. That sounds good. Yeah. It's very good. It's called hatching. Okay. Um, and then the other one would be, Oh wait. Oh no. Is that technically? Oh yeah. It is technically released last year. Skinamarink. Oh yeah. Um, speak on it. Nightmare. Yeah. So it's a waking nightmare. Um, if you're at all into like liminal spaces or, you know, like a creepypasta horror, that kind of thing, um, it really plays off just the fear of being alone in a dark house as a kid. And it's really experimental. Yeah. And it, there isn't much of a plot. But the stuff that's in there, like a lot of it's, it's a little long, like it's not a long movie, but it feels a little long because a lot of it's like extended shots of like the corner of a room or the ceiling or like a door frame or a TV that gets stuck on a loop of like a weird cartoon. And it's like you're sitting there wondering what the fuck you're watching, but your hands are sweating and you don't know why. And I think uh, Max and Nico were in the theater yeah. that I was in. And we met up after, like, in the lobby, and they were like, yeah, it's kind of like a nightmare. That's what, like, a nightmare does to you. It's like you wake up, and you don't know why it was scary. Maybe nothing really scary happened in the nightmare, but it felt scary, and you don't know why. And that's kind of what this movie plays off of, you know? So it's like, and it plays off, like, looking into the darkness and not knowing if the shapes are actually moving, like, that kind of thing. Like, the more you stare at it, the creepier it gets. Okay. And... It's a weird one. Definitely cannot okay. recommend it to I've anybody. heard multiple yeah. people <laughs> like, describe this. I've heard it from you. I've heard Max and Nico talk yeah. about it. I've heard it on uh, The Big Picture, which is one of like my mm. favorite movie podcasts. They talked about it. And everyone who has seen it likes it. Yeah. This is your explanation of it is the first explanation that has made me somewhat interested in oh, seeing boy. it. Okay. Everything else I've heard, I've been like, I know I'm not going to like this. Yeah. Um, but I like like the descript- the way of describing it of like as a... Like how you feel with nightmares where you're like, you don't know why it's scary. You're like, yeah, I mean, obviously like that's an insane thing that I know is not real, but yeah. I still am feeling that dread from and that anxiety from it. Like think about so, like any, okay. like a nightmare you may have had where it's like, or you hear somebody describe a like, raccoon. Oh my God. I'm a chef and there's a raccoon and in there's my a rat. And you're like, that's oh. my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That's my nightmare. It's like, you're, you're like, oh, we were in like a grocery store and I didn't have, I, I, I couldn't find my cart. And like, there's this like feeling of like oppressive dread and I don't know why. And like, you're describing it 
And you're like, but it was really scary. And you're like, right. you're like why? What, what about that is scary? What about yeah. that is scary? True. That's kind of like this movie where it's like, okay. why is this like slowly starting to eat away at my psyche? You know, that kind of thing. So cool. Yeah. Very hard to recommend to almost anyone because it is so weird but like long and experimental or not long, but like feels long experimental. Like you don't see anybody's face ever. Like, or like you see like a character's face, I should say. Like you don't see who you're dealing with. Um, you pretty much only see somebody almost in profile or you see like people at the ankles. Basically it's very strange. So, but that's my weird recommendation. So. Although, like, okay, now now is a good point to be like, you, you, you know, have reservations about recommending this, but mm-hmm. for the people that have listened all the way here, I'm sure anyone who has seen the movie would love to talk about it. True. So this will be a good tell. If you've... If you've yeah. seen Skin and Rank or now you have no interest in watching us, this yeah. is how we will know you have listened to the entire podcast. Yes, this, yes. Yeah. It, that's a really, yeah, because we're... 345 in amazing <laughs> pretty good we mentioned a lot of great movies that's pretty good um surely something here for someone to like it's like yeah if you've listened this far you're oh, here yeah. for movie recommendations so yeah, yeah hit them with a list to finish it all off. right let's go so we already got so this is my odd ones category okay cool we got men we already talked yeah, about men it. rocks uh vengeance nice oh, yeah. okay. Pretty good, yeah. I had Pretty a good, good time with that. Yeah. Yep. I considered a Mashton Kutcher as one of my um, oh. supporting actors. Oh. It was fun to see him do something like that. That so, was that yeah. was a good one for him. Cool. Uh Kimmy? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I really like Kimmy. I yeah. think like you know, it's cool that Steven Soderbergh is just out here making like He's a just movie out there every it. year that's like three and a half to four stars. And, yeah. and like, then they just go on HBO max and he's like, this is here for you. Kimmy is like a really good, also kind of like with watcher, like a similar kind yep. of rear window situation. Yeah. But a good, like, um, it might not age well. Cause like, as we get further from like the heart of the pandemic, it might make a little lessons, less but sense. Like, yeah. I think it's, it's the best pandemic movie I've seen. Oh yeah. That like uses the pandemic as part of the plot. It's Definitely. really good. Except yeah. for, did you, I don't know if this was last year. Did okay. you see a host? No. The one, do you know what I'm talking about? No. It was the one, it's the horror movie that takes place over a Zoom call. Oh, okay. Phenomenal. Oh, I've heard, oh yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. I will have to see that yeah. one. It's, and it's only yeah. 40 minutes long. So. Nice. Okay. It could have been nominated for short film this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, apparently. Uh, we said bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. Uh, nice bones and all. Okay, I didn't see that one. Okay, that's a solid one. It's by the guy who did Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. And uh, it's weird, though. Okay. But, uh, but it, Nico and Max really, really liked enjoy- it as yeah. well. So really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, I'm interested. Um, the Stranger with Joel Edgerton. Oh, okay. Oh, is that out somewhere? It's on Netflix. Oh, nice. Okay, because it's in my watch list. Not Dude, it's... It's in my watch list. It's awesome. Sweet. Okay. And it's based off a true story. No, keep that in mind when you're watching it. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, it's... Man, really Very great. Cool. Really, really great. Um, and then yeah, I had uh, I had Babylon on there as an odd one yeah, that Babylon I really liked. Rocks. Um, oh man. Then for Razzies, I had Death on the Nile. Didn't see it. Don't see it. <laughs> How do they mess that up? It's, it's like so weird. How do you mess up an a Agatha Christie book, a I, movie that's already been made that was good? I've seen the one in the seventies. It's really good. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't and like the cast is amazing. Like how cast is amazing. It, yeah. it looked bad. Oh, it Kenneth. just looked bad. And then I'm get like out of Kenneth, your own way. bro. Like, yeah. yeah. Get on your own way. Um <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. 
I think Marvel is giving the middle finger to their audience. Yeah, I also did not like that at all. It was, I really loved Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. I was excited for Love and Thunder. It was Yeah, it it made a it was just a, a joke. It was a, a complete joke. I can't believe what I was watching. Um and then I, <laughs> Jurassic World on there. Dominion. <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. Those yeah. movies, I can't stand those movies. And this was just the worst. I have not seen any of the new It was the worst ones. of them. Yeah. And I, I, they, they've lost not, their minds. Not great. Okay. They've lost their minds. Um, and then I put Babylon on here because of the clip show at the end. <laughs> so, I really liked it, but the clip show at the end was whack, dude. Um, Damn, that's funny. Then the last one of the Razzies was the the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Uh, it's terrible. Nice. It yeah. is... Uh, it's almost unwatchable. Like it's just really bad. You'd think I'd like that because that kind of like teen slasher mm-hmm. kind of movie is like my alley. Mm-hmm. But this one was just bad. Damn. And okay. That was it. And then for the uh, best movie of all time forever, I had RRR. It's honestly one of the best, <laughs> if not the best, theater going experiences I've ever had. Yeah. It's. Uh, it was That's wild. it, man. That rocked. Matt, this has been great. I, this I is, love this talking great. movies with you. Uh, it's likewise, man. Yeah. This is this is a time. This is a great. We did it. We did it. Um, year three in the books. Year three. And with each one, I get more and more organized. And somehow, <laughs> I still can't hack it. <laughs> no, it's great. It's when we watch so many movies, I'm like, I'm doing the same thing here where I'm like looking yeah. through my letterbox list to be like, did I miss anything? Like, I think I wrote everything down, but yeah, yeah, there's nothing on here that I see. I mean, we probably talked about like 50 plus movies today, so that's great. Yeah. It's and bonkers. Yeah. Awesome. I will, um, I have no prayer at, um, you know, filling out a winning Oscar ballot as no. I never do any year. So, I Hopefully just, I can't, I can't, I can't peg him. I just yeah. don't, I don't know. I'd be down for a Banshee's win. I think that's yeah. like kind of our Banshee's or Tar. That seems to be our most overlap yeah. at the top. So. Definitely. Nice. Definitely. Cool. Well, okay. Uh, third year in the books. Third year in the books. Of me. Oh, see, it, I did it. Oh. <laughs> I said it earlier. I keep forgetting if me or movies come first, but it is movies, me, and my girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend. Bam. Yes. Wham, Thank bam. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. everybody. For listening to the end. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.